0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 3 of the Giving Hope Podcast. Guys, I can't believe we are already in Season 3, and not only that, but I am so excited to have Miss Bridget Mac, B-Mac writes, on this episode. Y'all are going to be so blessed with all the love and wisdom and anointing that she has to offer, and um, it's, just, it's just so good. Y'all enjoy. Welcome to the Giving Hope podcast.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of this.
0: Yes, ma'am. Um, I have enjoyed your videos and your ministry for a long time now. Your, <laughs> I mean, your humor, your just tell it like it is. The anointing that you have to speak God's truth. It is just. So needed for this time, like so needed for this time. Um, so whenever you said yes, I, I mean, I did a little happy dance. I was like, I cannot believe I said, Brian, do you, my husband, I was like, do you realize who I just got to get on my podcast? <laughs> and he was like, who? I was like, B-Mac rights. <laughs> he, like, he was like, who is that? He goes, that sounds familiar. I'm like, I share her all the time. How do you not know who this is? And he's like, yes, yes, yes. Oh, she's funny. I like her. I'm like, yeah, she is. She's great. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. So tell everybody who, if you don't know who this is, who I'm talking to, shame on you. No, just kidding. Um, (laughs) Y'all need to get educated just real quick um, and follow her link. I will put it in the description. You will be blessed and you will always walk away, lifted up. It's like you... And, um, oh, I always forget her name, but um, the, you know, the lady who does vegan cooking. Have you watched her?
1: No. It, actually, I, most, no, I, I can't say. She does vegan cooking. That's probably why. It's oh.
0: Vegan. <laughs> but she's just <laughs> funny. She's just, okay. she's hilarious. I, it, we know what would be great is to get both of you on here. That would be just amazing y'all I think y'all would love each other okay. for sure okay. for sure but we're it's all about you so tell everybody about yourself who you are and your ministry and um just all the goods
1: it's amazing how I always get kind of antsy when people ask me that question um <laughs> but I my name is Bridget mm-hmm. Mac um I'm known online mm-hmm. as B Mac writes aka Mama Mac um <laughs> I, my, My husband and I uh, have been married for 24 years. Just last week, we have three kids. Oh, wow. Nice. um, And we pastor a a small church here in Leesburg, Georgia.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, We
1: have a nonprofit, which is Go Ministries. And um, that is a ministry that we started. We uh, write and uh, minister free admission stage plays, biblically based stage plays. And I'm, I'm the writer for the organization. Um, my work online is Wright. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do life coaching. I'm an author, motivational speaking. And then, of course, you know, I produce the video blogs and the lives. Addressing yes. issues. Sometimes they're in skit form. Sometimes I do it through lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing this since I can remember. I mean, I wrote my first book of poetry when I was in the fourth grade. My mom has always encouraged me to just write it out. So writing has always been a part awesome. of who I am. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't start doing this um, full time until about 2010. B Mac, rights. I've always been BMAC, but it, <laughs> I didn't become known until 2016 after my first Prove It video went viral. Mm. And so it's just kind of been fast paced ever since then. And I'm still trying to catch up. Yes. So, yeah. Got through the, the ball of blessing. And I'm like, wait a minute, Lord, I ain't even got over there yet. Wait till you get there. <laughs> So I am, I'm just enjoying being used by him to minister to others. Amen.
0: So how did you know that you're like, I, I have a call of God in my life. I need to, was it after you were married and you're, cause your husband's a pastor or was it, you knew as someone young, was it a call that you felt or you were uh, spoken over your life? When did that start?
1: I, well, my mom I came to Christ when I was about three years old. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's been over 40 years of God, church, and Jesus. Awesome. And so I've always been in love with him. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I grew up in the church. The church is just like 150% of who I am. So, I mean, I've always had the desire to minister, mm-hmm. but I never imagined that I would be doing it to this capacity. I figured it would be the right. traditional way where you go teach Sunday school, you know, do some <laughs> youth workshops. Mm-hmm. I did not think that I would ever be able to reach people just through my personality. No. Uh, my personality was something that I was scolded for quite a bit growing up. Not necessarily by my parents, but mm-hmm. just by mm-hmm. people around me because I'm a strong personality, and I had to learn how to work in walk in it without being offensive. Because you know, I right. say what I mean, I mean what I say. Right. And then you know, I have a cray cray side, which every, you know, every once in a while I say something that might be a little funny um to people <laughs> but i mean i never thought that god would use those two attributes of me my strong personality and my comical side to minister and i really wow. didn't start walking in that until after my, my little my baby sister died mm. um her i know, she died and you know for a long time i kind of suppressed that part of me because i was criticized for you know, being so strong-willed, and I don't know, her death just made me say, forget it, I'm just going to be who God called me to be. Right, and, right. And, you know, one day I wrote a script, and it was centered around um, our very first time meeting my now son-in-law, um, you know, how we did him, you know, when he came <laughs> to meet the family, uh-huh. and um, I decided to do a skit on it, posted it, and people loved it, and it's been
0: going wow. since then. wow. That's wild. That's so great. That's yeah. it's so funny how you, what the enemy tries to twist and make you feel shame for or hide yeah. about yourself is the usually the very thing that God is going to use as a tool to bring his word throughout the world. You know. Yeah, exactly. That is that is so true. I I I that's I think that's why I'm so attracted to your ministry is because I have been the same. It's been the same way. I was so shy. I was so, so shy as a kid. And people mm-hmm. th- think, really, you? I'm like, yeah. But th- I'm telling you, what you're seeing now is all God. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because I, if I allowed the, what was spoken over to me, like my parents were always like, you have a call, you have a gift, God has put that in you without repentance. And so I I learned that from my mom and dad, but the world, teachers, friends, you know, guys mm-hmm. that I liked, they always mm-hmm. talked it down negative, you know, as a negative thing. Oh, you're, you just think you're all that, or you just, you know, you think you kn- you're you a know-it-all or whatever. And yeah. I, I did, I suppressed it and I suppressed it and I suppressed it. And it wasn't until my husband and I went through something and the Holy Spirit told me to tell him like we need to do this this and this mm-hmm. and and I was like I'm scared well you know what if he thinks I'm trying to be a bossy I don't want to be a bossy wife I don't want to you know and it yeah. was and I finally just said you know what if it's the holy spirit he receives it if it's not oh well you know I'm not mm-hmm. going to take I'm not going to take it to heart and I did and it came to pass exactly how the holy spirit said it would and after that I was like you know what I need to start listening to the holy spirit more than <laughs> I listen to people because people if I listen to people then we wouldn't have been prepared for what happened. Yeah. But if yeah. I listened to the whole now, because I listened to the Holy spirit, we were fully prepared and then God blessed my obedience.
1: Exactly. I mean, when my husband first, which I've known him since I was 14 mm-hmm. and it's, 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 it's crazy that we actually are married because, you know, <laughs> when we met each other, we could not stand each other. We did not like <laughs> each other at all. Was... Um, he was a youth, president, pastor, and mm-hmm. we, we are part of a church body. So he went to the headquarters, and I went to one of the churches um, a few towns over. Mm-hmm. I was on the youth department there, and I would have to report to him because he was the national youth pre- uh, president, and I just, he was just so arrogant. You know, he loved <laughs> the Lord, but I just did not <laughs> like him. And I've always known that he had a call on his life to mm. pastor. I Mm -hmm. never imagined that um, I would be a pastor's wife because I never imagined myself getting with him because, you know, I just didn't like him. Mm -hmm. And so after we got married, you know, he was prophesied over time and time again that he would eventually walk into pastorship. And when he finally decided to answer the call, I'll never forget, he told me, and I was like, man, you're going to have to go talk to Jesus about that again, because that wasn't him. (laughs) I really was not trying to hear anything about being nobody's pastor or pastor's wife, because I didn't want the drama. You know, it's a lot of work. Yes, Behind it is. The scene, people are a lot of work. I didn't want that. I want to go to church, look cute in my clothes, uh, <laughs> drink some communion juice, tell Jesus I love him. He'll mm-hmm. clean up. Sing some leave. good songs I, and go. <laughs> sing some good songs and go because I, I've seen, you know, what it is like. I've witnessed it because we have a lot of people in the ministry in our family. And mm-hmm. so when, you know, I've God gave me a good butt whipping for not submitting to my husband. Yeah. You know, we decided to move forward and it's still, it's not easy being a pastor, pastor's wife and a pastor. It's not easy, no. but if I could trade it in, I wouldn't because I know and I, and I trust God for what it is that he's called us to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, that and then and through that obedience, the doors just open. Just the they amount of, you know, the amount of people I, you know, I've been following and I'm watching because you know I, I learn from people who are following God and not backing down because that's how my, my personality is. Like I said, I've mm-hmm. been drawn to that type of person, but I and I see because I'm because I have those moments where I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I should say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. are you are you sure, Lord? Are Lord are you sure? Ser- mm-hmm. Like, seriously. And, but then I see other people being obedient and I see what God does through that obedience. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to just step out and trust. And, and I, and it does. It, it might not happen exactly how you think and you'll get hate. Yes, you will. <laughs> because people don't like to be corrected. Yeah. But it'll still, the rewards of the ones I look for, the, that one, that one person that'll say, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Thank yeah, you. And, and,
1: and it, it makes it all worth it. I can't tell you how many times I've had people to just, you know, come for me on, publicly on the page. Mm-hmm. You know, that I've had people tell me that I don't teach with the love of God and I don't <laughs> do this and so forth. But it's always the messages in my inbox saying that was for me. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I even had one person that was, you know, two people that told me that they contemplated suicide. Wow. And they said it was nothing but God that led them to the page. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, people think that I'm being stiff-necked when they try to come back. And I'm like, one thing, I know that you're not of God because of the life that was just saved by God through the word that he gave me. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I yeah, can't good. tell them that. I just have to, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah. You know, you,
1: you, you, if there are certain things that you just can't say publicly, I can't share everybody's testimony that comes to me publicly. I just, right. you know, I know the direction that God has taken me, it is hard to watch though, because you do want to sometimes say, "No, no, no! Look, I can prove it. You know, I'm not being this way. I'm not being that way." But this is where you just have to keep going and just pray God will open their eyes later, or they will just submit themselves to God later. But right, it's not easy, but it's worth it. It's worth it.
0: Yes, that is so true. So, how do you prepare for your messages um, online and um, even in your in your congregation? How do you Um, how long does it take for you to prepare and how do you prepare for them?
1: I'm not going to lie. Most of the time, I really don't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He does most of the teaching at church. I usually teach once a month on the Mm -hmm. Sunday that he's not there because he has Mm -hmm. to work. And, you know, I'll be praying. And most of the time, God would give me the message, you know, if not the afternoon before the day before, But it's just whenever he drops it in my spirit. When it comes to my live videos, like even after this podcast, I got a a live that I've got to do.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: you know, I have my notes and I have there have been times where I've written notes down. I've, you know, said I'm gonna talk about this, and then the moment I press the button or I step up on the podium, Mm -hmm. God says, Nah, I'm gonna let you say this. And so (laughs) that is the Holy Spirit saying, you know, this is that's how I know it's him and it's Mm -hmm. none of me. It it is all God and it's none of me, but you know, it is as God drops it in my spirit. When it comes to my mama max skits, I've I've got like three or four of them that I'm sitting on Mm. and a lot of my, you know, skits, some of them I write them down and I lock them away later, but most of them are in my head. And when God gives me the gumption or, you know, to just go ahead and do it, I do it. And in that moment, everything falls into place. There have been a few occasions where he's had me to prepare and then go according to that outline but for the most part he'll give me a topic he'll give me a you know a a, a synopsis but mm-hmm. the details he gives to gives it to me literally as I'm going you know mm-hmm. it just it just it downloads and i told my husband i said it's like a puzzle in my head mm-hmm. you know i have You know, I'll have a topic and I'll see that one puzzle, but all the other pieces when I'm speaking, I can literally see the puzzle come together. Yeah. The puzzle is finished. That's when I quit talking.
0: (laughs) Yes. And you feel it. It's like you feel it like and done. And I'm done. That's as far as I need to go. That's all I got to say. That's that's all I got to say about that. Mm -hmm. That's all I got
1: to say about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The chicken is in the back. You can go. Exactly. Shake your hand. Shake your hand. So whenever, um, because you, the past couple of videos that I've watched have been very serious but I mean, still lighthearted, but very serious. And you've had opportunities to speak about um, things that are going on with this nation and COVID mm-hmm. and the um, racial distress yeah. that's going on. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts about what's, what's transpiring, especially in the body of Christ? Mm-hmm. As I asked you, I was going to ask you like, what do you think the church should be doing during this time? But what are your, what are your thoughts about what's happening in this nation
1: that yeah this is crazy it is i just did another podcast interview with someone and you know they were talking to me about the same thing i'm not surprised but i'm still just as equally disappointed Mm. Um, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to the church because we're supposed to be the one place where there's a noticeable difference and my husband teaches that message You, you know he's taught that several times between mm-hmm. us and how we react to things versus the world with COVID, with racism, with police brutality, with mm-hmm. the other side of the police where there are the good ones and they're being brutalized for what the bad cops have done. And the fact that no one is willing to sit down and have a reasonable conversation. Right. I know a lot of, uh, of my own Christian counterparts that I've served uh, Christ with, with some of the comments and the posts that they've made. I mean, it's ungodly and it's not even biblical. And it's just, it, you know, I've been working in the media, so to speak, for so long. I know about sensationalism. I know about people doing and addressing certain topics in order to keep the numbers up or the followers or even the money coming in. Mm -hmm. And that is what's going on even now. You know, with COVID 19, you know, my husband and I are confident that God will keep and protect us every step of the way with COVID, Amen. Uh, you know, and I've seen a few people post this and it is true. When you see me wear a mask, it's not because I'm afraid I'm gonna get it. It's because I am respecting the mm-hmm. fact that not everyone has the same measure of faith that I have. Right. and Not everyone has the same immune system that I have. Thank so you. I am going to be courteous to those around me while trusting and knowing that if you snatched this mask off my face and coughed in my face, God was going to protect me, whether I had it on or no. Um, But with a lot of them, I have spoken with quite a few Christians who have decided that they are no longer going back to church. They have decided that they are just going to church at home. And that is something that more and more people, are, you know, the mindset they are taking on. And now I'm hearing people say, well, where is your God now? Where is your faith now? Y'all say God can do this and he can do that but he can't even see y'all from COVID. Mm -hmm. And so it is, you know, I try to be careful because there are some people that in their willingness to have faith in God, they still make ungodly decisions and unwise choices. Mm -hmm. And so you want to be mindful of how you speak, knowing that there are some people that are literally hanging off of your every word. Yes. Uh, With us, we're going to continue to teach the Word of God. We're going to continue to support our community. We're going to continue to continue to be there for our, our congregation. Our church is currently listen, looking for a church home. If we had the official church home, we would be one of those churches that will be practicing the social distancing just to be in accordance with the laws of the land because right. the Bible tells us to obey it. But we would not allow it to come in and take over us and inter, uh, interfere with our ability to serve Him and teach faith so it's yeah. a balance it's all yes, about it is. that balance there and even with police brutality and with everything that's going on with racism and so forth people don't like it when I say all lives matter it does I, and I get they said that the BLM movement is just saying they want people to know that black lives do matter mm-hmm. I, and I think that is a given me I feel like people are so um obsessed with trying to just eradicate prejudice
0: and mm-hmm. bigot,
1: they're going to always be here yes you can't change the amount of a person who is confident comfortable, comfortable in who they are my thing right. is you team up with the people that are willing to build and strengthen the community instead of constantly going and pointing the fingers as far as with the african-american community I, I i agree with a lot of them that says black lives won't matter until we act like black lives matter We've got to empower our people more so that when you do or if yeah. you do encounter a bad apple, you know how to handle the situation or you know how to keep yourself where you can protect yourself from being in the wrong place at the wrong time. It starts at home. I don't know yes. if you've seen my my video and in the end it says sweep around your own front door. Yes. You've got to start at home and mm-hmm. then move out. In our community here, we have not had an issue where police officers shooting down and, you know, unjustly killing or brutalizing our people. There are a mm-hmm. lot of communities that did. I never under, I have not understood why those communities just didn't come together and be an example. But now we've got people from this community that have no problems going over into the next community and yelling and shouting in the faces of officers that had nothing to do with the life that was taken. You yes, know,
0: that's pointless. Was, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Everybody was made to be guilty. Everybody was made, you know, you're doing the exact same thing to them that you're saying that they're doing to us, that they're just, all black people are not thugs. All white people are not prejudiced, All cops are not bad. So mm-hmm. what you do is you handle the, the problem that is right before you and you put a p- plan in place. But the truth is people like problems. They like yes, problems. They like they chaos do. and they've been conditioned to accept that we have it on TV, in our movies, in these so-called reality TV shows, in the the music, in everything that we do is drama, drama, drama. So mm-hmm. that's all they know, and that's all they can dish out. Yes. I wish the church would be a better example, but mm-hmm. because right now everybody is trying to stay relevant, they're going to yes. keep saying things that helps them to remain relevant. They're gonna mm-hmm. they have taken on this political mindset of saying whatever you got to say to keep yourself in office in that pulpit and that offering collection plate full. And so that Mm is the problem. And this is why the Bible tells us in the last days perilous times shall come. The love of many will wax cold. And unfortunately that includes the people in the church.
0: That does. It really does. That is so good. That is so true. I did a video when this first all came out um, that it's not a skin issue. It's a sin issue. And it's going to, it's going to keep going Yes. Until Jesus rolls back the sky like a scroll and steps his foot down on the mountaintop. There's, it's going to keep, it's just going to keep going. It's going to get worse, honestly. Exactly. So if you don't get your life right with Jesus, no matter, no, there doesn't matter how many times you protest. If you're not preaching the word of God and if they don't turn and repent Mm -hmm. and turn from their wicked ways and cry out to God, it's going to keep on going. So exactly. if you, like you said, if you don't sweep around your own porch, if you don't get your own heart right yep. and start seeing people as God sees them worth dying for and you start treating your neighbor as you would want to be treated and loving the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind and strength, it's going to keep on going. It's just going to keep on going. So, yeah, like dishing out hate for hate's sake mm-hmm. just to prove a point does nothing but arm the enemy of God with more weapons to divide and destroy your community. So what, what's the point if you don't, if, you, if Jesus isn't the the point, then what's the point if Jesus isn't, um, I was, uh, I was teaching yesterday and, um, I, because a friend of mine, I mentioned this in my teaching yesterday that a friend of mine had quoted, um, Morgan Freeman. And I was like, and it, and it behooves me that Christians are quoting oh, uh, unbelievers, As much as I love me some Morgan Freeman movies, I can watch a Morgan Freeman movie just with the rest of them. I like his voice just like everybody else does. But Mm -hmm. Morgan Freeman is not Jesus.
1: And he's not a believer. And he's
0: not a believer. I said, so y'all are quoting a child of Satan as a truth. And um, one of the things he said was, um, there's no black history. There's only American history. If we want to end racism, we have to stop talking about it. Yep. And I said, okay, um, how is abuse ever solved without you know? It's just like saying, "I know, Mama, that you're being beat by your husband, but if we stop talking about it, it'll just go away." I know, I know, sweetheart, that you're being sexually molested by your uncle, but if we just stop talking about it, it'll go away. Yeah. It's like, no, we need to, we need to address the issues. The church yeah. needs to address the issues. That people need to repent.
1: You, you know what? But if we all, <laughs> it's all—it's—it's—it's it's, it's like it's, not
0: talk about it. you
1: know what that that's 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 the 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 problem right there because i was once a part of a um congregation um my pastor was white the congregation was predominantly black and -hmm. they had me to write a particular skit
0: um Mm.
1: um to, to be ministered one on one sunday and in the skit, I referenced, I think, Martin Luther King in the example that I was trying to make. Mm-hmm. And he had his secretary to come to me and say, well, listen, we need for you to change that and have him reference someone who is one black person and one white person. And I was like, well, why? You know, why does it make? <laughs> and he was like, well, because we have both black and white people in our congregation with the secretary. And the pastor is the only person who's allowed to talk about the issues, racial issues here. Oh one of the things is there are so many personal demons and personal um misjudgments and mm-hmm. uh personal struggles that people are having within the church that is part of the the problem too mm-hmm. and you know for him which I would find out later on some of the bigger givers were some of the older wife of the congregation yes so they had even though they were not a part of the board, they had a lot of say-so in what he spoke about. Right. And if he spoke against something, then he sacrificed possibly you know, losing them. And Ooh. that don't just happen with white pastors. It happened with black pastors too. Oh, a yes. lot of the churches are not saying things that's gonna cause them sponsorships, memberships, tithe givers, offering givers, you know, donations. And so the thing is, you're not gonna see it. And, you know, when it comes to telling people, you know, teaching people to look at others through the eyes of God, you know, Mm -hmm. versus their, you know, through the color of their skin. The problem is you can't see things through God's eyes if you don't have God in your heart. Because the moment he gets in your heart, he takes over. And I think what we're messing up is we're trying to get people to see things through the eyes of God before they really know what it truly means to come to him. My husband and I just had pillow talk this morning. And I was like, the problem is people have been conditioned to believe that when it comes to God, you can have good intentions and still make it in.
0: Right. And
1: they don't, I mean, because if you look at it, every time somebody dies, whether they live for Christ or not is rest in peace. Everybody's not (laughs) resting in peace.
0: No. Everybody Mm
1: -mm. doesn't get to go. You have to live according to the word. And so what we're expecting is to get blood from a turnip and they don't Mm -hmm. have the blood. They have not been purged in the blood. And I can't tell you how many people we've lost from our own church congregation because they have, they feel like it doesn't take all that. They don't feel like it's necessary to get married. They don't feel like it's necessary to let go of, you know, the things of this world, even though it's causing them problems, they don't feel like it's necessary. You have to do all of that. So they go to the churches that tickle their itching ears.
0: Yes. Yeah. Even though they, they ignore the scripture, do you sin so grace can abound you know this do you continue in sin so that grace can abound it's like no the grace is not there so you can keep on sinning grace is is there so you have another day to repent Mm -hmm. and and turn away from that stuff and yeah we have we have a number of congregations here that we've seen a, a exodus out of certain congregations into another congregation because they do, they just allow you. I say that, that um, um, I'm beautifully broken. I was like, no, you're wholly sanctified and redeemed and you need to walk Thank away. <laughs> it's like, yes, you arrived broken, but as soon as Thank you accepted you. Jesus as your Lord and savior, he restored you 100%. And through the, the, the faith in that restoration, you turn from sin and you walk away, you go and sin no more.
1: Exactly. But see, people don't get, it's kind of like the song, we fall down, but we get up. And I'm like, I'm kind of like the lady off of the help. Ain't you tired? You know, aren't you just tired of falling down? I know your knees are hurting. Uh You know, at some point when you fall down praying, we, what we do is we really do. Well, I'm not going to say we, because I'm going to just say I was speaking French. Not we. Some people (laughs) have a tendency to downplay the power of God. Mm -hmm. by acting as if the moment you receive him and and his Holy Spirit in your heart, that you still don't have enough power to overcome the wiles of Satan. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. what we do is we downplay it. Uh, We, I was talking to some people on yesterday and they were saying that there are people that feel like, you know, how many times in a day do you sin? And they were like, uh, one girl was asking another, she's like, is it possible to go an entire day without sinning? And I'm like, I believe it is. I mean, if you know something is wrong mm-hmm. and you, you know, it's going to be, you know, unpleasant in the eyes of God, don't do it. Right. Just don't do it. If, I mean, we go to work every day and we adhere to the, 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 the rules and regulations of our employer to right. be on time, to be within code, to meet our deadlines, to be respectful of our coworkers, you know, and we do it every day. There are people that have worked 20 and 30 years and when they retired, they retired with, you know, with. No absences, you know, mm-hmm. no insubordination, no anything. They did everything perfectly. We can do everything perfectly when it comes to the ways of this world, except when it comes to God, and that's a problem.
0: Yes, that is so true. And that's what we're seeing run rampant. Yes. We're seeing exactly. run rampant. Okay, so do what are your thoughts about when you think we are living in end times?
1: I know we are, whether it's going to be the end times is the next hundred years or the next uh, hundred seconds, you know, that's, Mm -hmm. that's for God to decide, but it is obvious. I mean, this year feels different. I mean, you could tell that there's mm -hmm. a shift in the atmosphere. And I believe I made a post because it was one morning, it was like, I could hear the clicking sounds, you know, where it was just like another shift you know, in the atmosphere of everything that is going on. And now is the time to get closer to God like never before. To totally submit ourselves to his will and his way. And just our number one focus for the Mm day is to always walk in his will and according to his word and be a light to those that are around us because we need his protection. We have a virus. Whether it was released, whether it was something that some bat came up with, I don't know. I'm not going to
0: even try to sit here and try to
1: figure it out.
0: Right. We have something Doesn't out matter. That's taking
1: the lives of other people, and it's not just through death. They're taking. It's taking away. We socialize the way we church, the mm-hmm. way we, you know, interact with our families and our friends. it's yes. taking so much. It's like the enemy is trying to separate all of us and put us in our, you know, reclusive places. Well, we can't be there to comfort ye one another. The Bible tells us to fail not to assemble out there. And so mm-hmm. what he's doing, and it's 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 on a small end, but it's working. Right. You know, but people are saying, you know, I can just stay home and get this. But you're still going to work. You're still going to Walmart. You're still, you know, right. going to the little cells here and there once they have them. But church is deemed as the no-no. And he's slowly draining and stripping the people of their relationship with God and their faith in Him, and the yes. enemy is patient. He's willing to just take it little bit by little bit, mm-hmm. and he's causing so much divide. There is so much hate and animosity and fear and mm-hmm. chaos in this world, and so in this day and time, it would have been it would be wonderful if the church could have been, and I'm saying could have been because right now you're not seeing that much of it. The one place where people could go and then they walk out and there not be any diagnoses or, you know, outbreaks of COVID, where the places right. where the, the the cities where the churches are, we got churches on every block, but yet and still cities are burning down. The yes. Holy Spirit couldn't kind of have prevented them from doing that. It is saying a lot about the power that we claim to operate in. Yes. It's saying a lot about the measure of faith. If our faith was to the point where it is supposed to be, that would not be an issue.
0: That is the truth. That is the truth. And a lot of people don't want to hear that no. And, I, and this is where I say when people say that we're going to be persecuted for our faith I'm like you do realize where the most persecution Jesus had from was the church. was yes. I mean not the church as we know the church after acts but his but fellow believers, fellow um Jews. That's yes. where his persecution came from, because he was stirring them up to stop doing what they were doing, stop becoming lazy and w- weary and well doing and following men and being lovers of money instead of lovers of na- their neighbors. And he was like, Get up, you whitewashed sepulchres, you den of vipers, you you, yep. you don't you wouldn't know your father. Your father's not Abraham, it's Satan. You yep. know, you and you allow this to come. The God of heaven and earth is sitting right in front of you and you're so caught up in yourself that you don't even see the time has come. Mm-hmm to 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 witness heaven your king the kingdom has come right before your eyes and you haven't even witnessed and I believe that's what's happening right now in the church the America is waking up I had a friend that said um, that they had a friend a friend of a friend brought a woman that from Iran over here to America kind of escaped uh, over here to I- America and mm-hmm. she within a few months said send me back and they were like, why? Wow. She said, because I feel like I'm falling asleep. She wow. said, I, I would rather suffer and be alive in my own country than be, f- have false freedom and fall asleep in America. Wow. Right? That's
1: the- volumes. Wow.
0: Yes. Yes. And every time I say it, it gives me just chills that I was like, Lord, help us to not fall asleep at the wheel. We have children that are being um, sex trafficked and we have Mm -hmm. uh, pastors addicted to porn and we have, you know, just all this, the divorce rate within the church is just skyrocketing and you have um, people losing their identity sexually and all these things that are happening. And where's the church? Who's talking about this? Who's who's standing up and being the Isaiahs? And the Elijahs and the Elishas and the John the Baptist that say, Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. We need to get, we need a clean house. Open up we the, open up the, drawers, open up the drawers, open up the closets, let the windows open. Let's, <laughs> let's get out in the streets. Let's mm-hmm. start praying for people. Let's start preaching the gospel. Let's be who we say we are. And now a word from our sponsors. Now let's get back to our program. But yeah, it's, it's going back to what we're saying about just addressing the issues, but teaching true word and true repentance and true yeah. Uh, accountability and who we are. Um, I love that your husband is, is, is teaching it. I love that you're teaching it because it takes so much faith and to step out knowing that not everybody's going to, you know, not everybody's going to agree with you. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's, it, it's, um, And actually, I'm working on my second book now, The Breaking Point. Well, I'm done with it. It's it's, it's going over to the editors now, The Breaking Point. And one of the things that I was talking about there was the heartache that comes with ministry. Mm -hmm. And with us, I can't tell you how many people, as I said earlier, have chosen to leave our congregation because they wanted to go to a place where they could serve God and not change. Mm-hmm. And yes. I mean, it, 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 and these are actual sins that are just listed in the, the 10 commandments, you know, this is the, right. this is the, this is stuff that when we would talk to them in council about walking away from a lot of them have chosen to believe, you know, they'll say, well, that's old Testament. Or Mm -hmm. I don't feel like God has sent me to hell for that when I'm doing this, this, and this. Oh, wow. So many people have bargained and reasoned in their minds that as long as, for the most part, I do what I deem is the most for God, it doesn't matter if I do this over to the side. Wow. And it is just our biggest following is not on the local level, it's Mm -hmm. actually internationally you yeah. for me, I minister more to the people outside of our town than I do in town. Mm-hmm. And even with, you know, and, and of course they said, you know, they said, you know, Jesus' own didn't support him. So the rest of us, we should, you know, expect the same. But mm-hmm. it's just, it's heartbreaking because you sit back and you see. And because there are people who don't want to address their own issues or make that a hundred percent godly change. Mm-hmm. What they do is they allow other people to feel that they're okay where they are. Yes. Okay, yeah. You might've done this. So you're good. And they think they're reasoning within themselves because I do this and I know I love God. <laughs> and so it's a crabs in a bucket mentality. If I do mm-hmm. this and they can do, you know, we're all to still be good instead of teaching hundred percent truth. And when you teach the truth then they accuse you of feeling like you're perfect. No, I'm by no means perfect, which is why I have to pray.
0: Why yes have to say all the word? time
1: Why i have to fast and seek god and everything because i know the moment i start walking in bridget's own wisdom I'm
0: mm-hmm. gonna mess up. yes yes
1: but people hey, I, don't want to hear that it, no it, it's it's hard they don't want to hear and our kids are dying our families are dying and mm-hmm. what they're doing is not working but they would rather hold on to the other crabs in the bucket than to get out and be free
0: yes yes um i been telling our boys um we have two boys a 20 year old and a 15 year old and and we are very much aware just like you said it might it might be 100 years from now it might be at the end of this sentence and Mm -hmm. the trumpet trumpet sounds and we're gone yeah but you have to live your life like it is at the end of your sentence yeah like he's returning at any moment you Mm -hmm. have to keep the oil filled you have to keep the word in you, you have to keep your armor on, you have to keep the word of God out of your mouth in coming out of your mouth at all times. And uh, I said, because this, what we're seeing, and I, you know, tell me if you've noticed this, that a generation ago, like my mom's generation or my parents' generation who grew up in the sixties and the seventies as adults, um, they heard that Jesus was t- returning. Of course, they ha- just got off of you know the assassination of JFK, the assassination of uh, Martin Luther King, the uh-huh. civil rights movement. It seemed like the world was ending yet again after recovering from World War II. And they hear it and they hear it, and then Jesus doesn't return. And so they, there's this generation that became lazy thinking, well, I heard that Jesus was returning and he didn't. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to necessarily live like he's going to be returning because I've heard that he's been returning all my life. Yeah. And so they, it's like, we, we live like there's time.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? We just had this conversation on yesterday and I was, you know, talking. I told him, I said, listen, even if you live to be a hundred on earth, a hundred years here on earth is, a twinkling of an eye compared to the forever eternity in heaven or either hell, and mm-hmm. I, I what this lady after my sister died, she reminded me of the scripture. She sent me a card and she was telling you know reminded me of the word of God where it says a, a day in the presence of the Lord is as a thousand years. So mm-hmm. take comfort in knowing that you will see your sister in a minute, you know. So oh, it's wow. just it's God's timing on in heaven is you know way different from here. You know, mm-hmm. for us, you know, I've been here forty-three years. And God's eyes, even though it's forty-three years here on earth, it is maybe an hour in heaven, you know. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we have to look at that. And if you look at how time flies, I mean I, I look at my kids. I have a twenty how old is she? Oh goodness, I don't fuck <laughs> I have a twenty four, a twenty-three year old, I have a twenty year old, and I have a seventeen year old. Mm -hmm. And it seems just like yesterday that they were babies in my arms.
0: Yes, it does. And so
1: here it is now, 20 plus years later, and time has flown, time flies so quickly. And Mm -hmm. even if, you know, with the time that God has allotted me to be here on earth, it's still nothing in comparison to all eternity. So you can hear it all your life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he not come within the first 20 years of your life, first 40 years of your life, but he is coming. The yes. thing is, are you going to have enough time to get it right before he comes? And because yes. no man knows the day of the hour, a
0: mm-hmm. twinkle of
1: the eye is literally, like, it's not even a blink. It's, 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 I don't know how many milliseconds it is. It's just like that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it's not too late for you. You still have to, you know, that second time around, but you're going to be here to de- de- deal yeah. with the mark of the beast if you can't right. handle it when the Holy Spirit is here. Right. Don't sit, cause I I've heard, had people to say, well, I'll just do it the next time around. Baby, if you can't handle it now with the Holy Spirit being with, here with us here, what makes you think you're going to be able to handle it when you're having to decide whether or not you want to eat or take a mark right. or, you know, or, or save your child or take a mark. Mm-hmm. So, but people, they don't think in it, And it's been conditioned. We've had the, uh, profet- uh, not the prophetic, but the, uh, prophet preachers, the, the, the what what they, what do they call them? it's escaping me now the ones that um always teach about money
0: oh uh, yes um
1: mm-hmm. i can't i can't even think but anyway pros- you have
0: prosperity prosperity yeah. i don't
1: know why it escaped me you i
0: did for prosperity. me too
1: <laughs> The pros- <laughs> I, I, I guess i literally shut them out of my mind i got so tired of hearing about money but you mm-hmm. have the prosperity preachers you have all of them that are basically getting into that motivational life coaching style of Make mm-hmm. you feel good about yourself, but the the word the Bible tells us the word of God is sharper than a two edged sword. It's going to cut. It's going to hurt. You're going to have to face some things about yourself that you don't want to admit. You know, you know, because your pride is going to get in the way. Your fears are going to get in the way because God always required that we operate in a change that takes us out of our comfort zone that takes us away from the people that we love. I mean, because a lot of people are having to walk away from their families who have decided that they're not going to believe. And I understand that it's difficult. My husband and I having to deal with that as well because there are family members who do not believe. And we Mm -hmm. love them. When we're with them, family reunions, we enjoy their time, but they don't believe. And because they don't believe, it changes the whole dynamic of our relationship. And people don't want to do that.
0: But you've got to choose God first over everything. Yes. And trust that when you seek his kingdom, yes. All those other things will be added to you. Exactly. And my, you might not see it, but we don't know. It's, we're not God. We don't know how no. he's working on the hearts of men and to put that on yourself distracts. Yes, It distracts trying to figure out, did they get it? Did they get it? Lord? It's not up to me. I'm supposed to be obedient with the word he gives me. If he tells me to speak, I speak. If he tells me to be quiet, Lord, help me to be quiet and <laughs> so yeah. and so and but yeah it's some people just aren't going to receive it some people are but you know you that's just got to keep
1: swallow you,
0: it that really is, is
1: that's a hard i just had a family member to tell us the other day if i go to hell i go to hell
0: oh lord no 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 no, no. that's i mean you that's just, hard that is
1: yeah that that's Ooh. a hard pill to swallow and I mean, baby, that's, and you just, you want them, but God is a God of free will, you know? Yes, he is. And if the choice is theirs, not ours,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, you know, it's, I'm, I've learned, especially since my heart attack, I'm learning mm-hmm. how to just step back and understand that I'm not God. The battle is not mine. Right. The choice is theirs. And mm-hmm. I mean, it took a heart attack for me. I mean, I almost lost my life trying to fight for people who were not willing to fight for their own.
0: Right. And so yes.
1: I had to, I had to step back. I'm not happy mm-hmm. with it. There are some days just yesterday, I was looking at the heavens and I'm like, God, when are you coming already? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: you know, I'm I Yeah. Still yes. That is so true. So what are your prayers during this time? What have you been praying over your family, yourself and your marriage? I
1: have, of course, been praying for God's continued protection. He has Mm -hmm. kept us, you know, thus far. We've had to quarantine about two or three times now because of people at the respective workplaces being in contact with those and every time we've come out COVID-free. And I pray that he will continue to keep and protect us and continue to give us the strength and anoint us with standing firm on his word so that we can teach it to others. I hope that as he continues to just keep us, others will look at us and say, you know what, if God can keep them, he can keep me.
0: Amen. No, I just
1: want to be a yeah. living testimony so that more souls will be saved. Exactly. And, um, you know, it gets hard. You get discouraged and, you know, you just sometimes want to ball up and cry because of all <laughs> the pain that's going on. Yes. Around. But I pray that God would just, what shines so bright on us, not for people to see us, but for people to see that he's with us
0: mm-hmm. and desires
1: to know more
0: about him. Amen. So give us one encouraging word to encourage those mamas out there that are listening um, during this time. Cause it's so easy to be distracted by the cares and the worries of this world and go down rabbit holes of conspiracy theories yeah. and who did what to who shot John and all that yeah. stuff. And um just, Get, leave us with a, an encouraging word um, to give a, bring us hope during this time.
1: All right, mamas, never stop praying and only speak when God tells you to. Because mm-hmm. as mamas, we want to mm-hmm. make things right we want to make it better. And sometimes we put ourselves in God's seat, you know, when it t- comes to trying to steer our children and our families, our spouses. But pray mm-hmm. and ask God to give you that wisdom, that that Solomon wisdom, you know, the, mm-hmm. to, to know what to say, when to say it and how to say it. When you're operating under God's direction, everything always works out for his good. So even yes. though you're mama, remember, you're still not God. So trust <laughs> him and put him first.
0: Amen. Thank you so much. I just so appreciate you giving your time to be on this this podcast. I know you are a very busy woman, so I respect you and, um, I just, I'm so thankful for you and your ministry. Um, thank you so much for your, your light that you're shining through Jesus. (laughs) 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 We we know, (laughs) yes, we know it's all Jesus. It's not the universe. It's not mother earth. We ain't doing that up in here. We're not doing that, it's all the light of God.
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me. I have enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so yes. much.
0: It's been so good. Y'all follow uh, BMAC Writes um, on Instagram, on uh, follow her. She has her website. I'll put in the link below on Facebook. She's going live. Um, well, y'all won't hear this until the 1st of August, but yes. <laughs> I will make sure I will share you will know that about the live video today that she's going to be on. I'm going to go check that out as soon as we're done here. But um, thank you again for, for joining us. I pray that you have a blessed day and um, that you just stay encouraged that you are being a positive light and a beacon of hope um, in, in God's kingdom.
1: Thank you so much. God bless you.
0: Yes, you too. Bye. Bye
1: Bye-bye.
0: Thank you guys for listening to Giving Hope. Please be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll see y'all next week.